0: Hello and welcome again to our next encounter video. Uh, We are at Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah,
1: Merry Christmas
0: to you. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Um, Still in the same shirt because it's been a long... (laughs) (laughs) But Merry Christmas. And uh, I'm glad that y'all are able to join us today. I know probably a lot of churches don't have Sunday school on Christmas Day when it lands that way. On a Sunday, yeah. So... um, Welcome if you're here, and since you probably didn't have Sunday school, I'm sure you're all going to join us, and we're going to have lots and lots of people here today. Absolutely. Our text for today on this Christmas is uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20, and our prayer for illumination, God, giver of all good gifts, we thank you so much for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, on this day. Let us ever be thankful for his birth on this special day and what it means to all of us amen oh, man. and then our memory verse to you is born this day in the city of david a savior who is the messiah the lord
1: Yay! Yeah, luke amen. 2, 11.
0: Amen. all right so my name is chris fleming I probably should do this at the beginning probably. because it's a good but, place to start yeah uh, i'm the adult ministry coordinator for the ministry council of the Cumberland presbyterian church and i am joined with i am becky Buddy. thirty
1: <laughs> the to the to the right yeah. left whatever it is tip yeah I'm Becky Zardi I'm the director of ministry with women for the ministry council for the Cumberland Presbyterian Church, and thank you for being here
0: and Merry Christmas again. Mm-hmm. All right, so so far as an introduction, um, what was the greatest Christmas present that you've ever received? Ooh, and have you told other people about that gift? You're about to.
1: I I am um, I really had to think about this one because they're like little. I'm terrible about remembering unless it made some impactful something Mm -hmm. on my life. Mm -hmm. Um, So the ones that I can think of were for Christmas one year, my mom gave me this stuffed black and white tiger. And when she wrapped it, she left the tail hanging out of the wrapper. And I thought that was absolutely hilarious. So I remember that one, Um, but probably in my married life my husband gave me a sewing machine one year because my old sewing machine died and i tried yeah. to have it repaired so that was sweet
0: that that's yeah. good that was we'll sweet. talk about that okay. okay um
1: and now you know
0: yeah <laughs> so it was a christmas gift oddly enough and it there's a lot of good ones i was a spoiled kid so whatever the hot toy was is what sure I when i was a kid uh, but the one that I think was amazing, uh, Amy, before we were married, um, we were at Barbecue on the River. It was, she wouldn't say it was a date, but it was a date. Sure. And uh, we went past like some booth that was selling Tupperware things, and they had a pickle Tupperware container to where when you pop the lid, <sighs> you can pull up a handle so you don't get your fingers all...
1: Nice. In the, in the pickle juice. Yeah. Okay. And
0: I just kind of offhandedly said... Now that would be a useful product, and so Christmas again before we were married. Tupperware is expensive. Anyway, she bought that, and that was my Christmas present. And I thought that's the one for me. That's right. Not She's the a pickle. keeper. Not, the, not keeper. the pickle jar, but
1: yeah, Amy. Yeah, Amy was the keeper. Yeah, she is the keeper. She's pretty
0: awesome. She is pretty awesome. Um, so anyway, um, that that's pretty good, and I like to tell people that story for a couple reasons. It's Probably the same reason why you like your, Somebody cared. Yeah. They weren't just throwing money at you. Sure. They had to think about, Yeah, hear a conversation, put it up in your memory it to make sure they It was very So anyway, um, just in this introduction, um, I've got on here, um, just, I do also remember though, I, I do like seeing my kids when we get the right Christmas present. Mm. It's fun. Yeah, it is. Or when you're at the church, like Sunday school teachers, you've probably had kids run up to you or will on Sunday. Or preachers just because they want to tell you what they got, and, sure, and how it works, and yeah, I love
1: a, those stories.
0: Remote control plane or something that like is going to be used in service. You didn't know about it. Um, <laughs> it could happen that way. It
1: could. It could give you a buzz
0: cap um, while you're preaching. So anyway, uh the story for today is uh, the birth of Christ, and then it's particularly uh, it is the. Uh, um, the angels uh, proclaiming this to the shepherds. Yeah. Right? Is that where we're at? It's yeah.
1: One of my favorite stories.
0: Yeah. Um, so there's our setup. You got anything there in the introduction that you want to make sure we bring up?
1: I just think this is of all the stories about Jesus's birth, the shepherds is probably one of my favorite. It goes back to that. Yeah, the, yeah, the Noah's, Noah's Ark thing. of the New I, Testament. You know, I mean, it's just, but it's it's a beautiful thing. So. I'm excited to explore this one today.
0: All right. So far as exploring the scripture, um, what I would say is this will be the one time in this quarter that we break from Matthew. We went with Esther, Mm -hmm. then Isaiah, and then we did Matthew, Mm -hmm. and then, no, this is four. Anyway, this passage is from Luke, and the reason being is is because Luke is the only one that has this passage of the shepherds. And so that's kind of what I talk about in this uh, exploring the scripture part um and you know each gospel has a different narrative has a different audience and so in luke um i've said that uh luke is is not as concerned with the jewish stuff Mm -hmm. as matthew is wants to give more biological biological biographical detail than Mark or John. Sure,
1: yeah, because Luke is after all a doctor, so he is very detail-oriented. And
0: probably a Gentile.
1: Yeah, most so, likely.
0: Um, so that's why you have this story in here, and you have the inclusion of the shepherds, and so, anyway, that's what I'll say. And then Yeah. You-
1: so Luke really shows, in, in this particular story, the savior to the common people. We have to remember the cultural context during this time period of what shepherds were. They were really the kind of the outcasts of the society. They were the the, the low and dirty, um, they were thought of not well. You know, uh, thieves were the shepherds at the time. So they, they did not have a good place in society. And yet Luke really showcases the first people outside of Joseph and Mary yeah. who who hear about the birth of Christ is these people that were the marginalized, oppressed uh downtrodden people in yeah. this community and these are the ones that I, this whole vast angel army shows up to and and another thing that i love about this story is is if we look at normally when an army appeared they were crying out war right. and yeah. here you have an army appear bringing words of peace peace yep. and joy
0: Hope, comfort and joy, comfort yep. and joy.
1: <laughs> Very good.
0: Oh, oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Um, I should get extra credit for that one. Yeah. and so Send him a cookie. I, yeah, I think it's important what you just said. Like, again, because each gospel has a particular narrative that they're trying to give or they're writing to, whatever they present is important. And especially when the shepherds are presented first, you could have gone with all kinds of stories. Anybody. But, Luke was saying, even the Shepherds are important. Yeah. Um, and so I like that. And when I was thinking about it, like anytime I get a new car, newer, whatever new means in this right. world, or if I get any kind of new stereo or any kind of music equipment, it takes me like 45 minutes to decide which song is going to get played first. That's in a new speaker hilarious. or in my car. And so it's important that the first, the first, first. is honored. Sure. So it's usually Johnny Cash or something like that. But. Gotcha. Um,
1: Interesting.
0: And so I think, so I think each of the gospels are saying this. And so what Luke is saying yeah. is, Jesus Christ has come not just for the kings and the queens, has not come no. for just the religious people. Nope. But God came to the everyday ordinary citizens. Common folk. Yeah, Common and folk. that's something to be thankful for.
1: Absolutely.
0: At least I think so. Um. So, anything to add on that, or you want to go with the?
1: Uh, Let's hit the discussion.
0: The discussion question on that. Um what is your favorite scripture concerning Christmas? I already told you. We've kinda of done that one, haven't yeah, we? Yeah. Huh. It's almost but, as if somebody was what? grasping for discussion straws. <laughs> How about this? Why is it important for you to know that Luke included the common folk in the story of Jesus? Uh,
1: I think that really sets up the whole story of Jesus being here for everyone, not just for the elite, not just for the incredibly religious but that he was here for everybody yeah. and that included the common everyday folk and that they were important important enough to send an angel army to announce the birth to yeah. i mean man beautiful
0: yeah, yeah i think this is important too so like the shepherds i mean they weren't you know like you know they weren't like lepers no like it wasn't that but my dad owned a body shop supply store when i was younger and. You know, you got to meet some colorful characters, we'll say. Sure. Right? We'll just say it like that. Good people. You love to be around them, but, you know, you didn't necessarily know their background. We'll they, say that. They
1: were, yeah, colorful.
0: I wonder how does this inform the church? How sure. we operate. I mean, like, you know, if your church is, a, you know, cliquish type church that has certain people that yeah. you cater to or um, maybe people that are on the wrong side of the track, what does mm-hmm. this story then inform us and how we should receive people Mm -hmm. or when we do our missions where does our mission work go to and maybe motivations for missions but i won't get into that anything else on that reverend
1: i don't think so let's dig
0: all right so we're going to be digging a little bit deeper right now um so in this section what i you know what i'm going to let you host the rest of these because it's hard to Host it's your own hard writing. to host your own writing. Yeah. So, but I do remember what I was trying to do here was, uh, it sets it up well. This is one of those good things you could use as a sermon, actually right here, because what the verse 11 does, to you this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Messiah, the Lord, right? Uh-huh. Um, so, um Alright, this is a succinct summary of the prophecies of the Old Testament concerning Jesus and describes who Jesus is. It's not an ordinary baby. This no. is Emmanuel, God with work, God with us. Yes. And so in that verse you have the title of Savior, you have the title of Messiah, and you have the title of Lord mm. in this chapter. Yes. So Savior, Messiah, Lord. That's yep. all I'll set up and I'll let you okay.
1: go. So uh, you talk about saviors from the Hebrew word Yasha, it means to save or deliver, which is transliterated name of Jesus is Yeshua, which we had talked about-
0: a Couple months ago. Yeah,
1: last quarter <laughs> talking about Jesus as, as Joshua, could right. be translated as Joshua. And then we have that he's gonna save his people from all these sins. So so you have the savior, this, this person that's here to save or deliver, but then you have Messiah. And Messiah comes from the Hebrew word "mashiach," which means anointed or chosen one. So he was the deliverer and he was the chosen one. And then the final title was Lord. And this literally means God incarnate, heaven, Lord of heaven and earth. Yes. So this, this is a very small scripture, that carries a lot of meaning.
0: Yeah, you could preach on this for at least three weeks. Absolutely. What does it mean to be saved? We talked, was it last week we talked about what are we saved from? Yes. You know, so what? what is... What do we need
1: a Savior yeah. for?
0: So yeah. who's this Savior, right? Mm-hmm. And then this Messiah, we again talked about from the beginning of this quarter, not Esther, but this prophecy mm-hmm. of one that is coming, the yeah. anointed one, the yeah. one of God. And then... Lord, of course, yeah. Revelation, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Amen. sitting on the throne—those mm-hmm. kinds of things.
1: So this is this is all a huge. This is a huge proclamation of who Jesus is, to the not just again not just to the elites, not just to the religious, but to everyone, to yes. everyone, including the common, lowly shepherds.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that bottom paragraph above the discussion question on page nineteen common shepherds were given the great blessing of a visit from an angel and a heavenly choir. The message of the angel must have been a great encouragement to them as well. The long-awaited Messiah had come, and they were witnessing the beginning of peace for God's people, including even them, the lowly shepherds. Amen. I think even them. That's who we are. Even us.
1: Even us. Even us,
0: absolutely. All right, so discussion question. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite scripture? Wait, we already did this.
1: Yeah, we did. We're We're digging deeper.
0: I'm digging deeper right now. I am so... Age 20. Am I completely off? <laughs> I am. Oh, because awesome. I flipped the wrong way. Yeah, there you go. 19 and 20. So this discussion question. Um, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking back on this past season of Advent uh, and Christmas, have you tasted that the Lord is good? Share with one Ooh. another in your class uh, if you feel comfortable. So I think that's the, yeah, the Lord tastes and see that the Lord yes. is good. I mean, if. Yep. Yeah. So. It comes
1: from Psalm absolutely this is this is a great well okay I preached on this one time and I had one of my people in the audience she went like you, do you hmm. lick the apple no no I'm like no 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 it's not like that but what is what has God done in your life during this
0: what have you tasted there?
1: yeah what what is tangible you know and for most of us it's family. A lot of us, it's family, yeah. you know, but what other ways can we taste and see that the Lord is good during this season? And we talked a little bit about doing service for others. Um, hospitality is another great way to taste and see that the Lord is good. Maybe you have, um, I always think of we had an older lady that lived in our neighborhood that she didn't have any family nearby. And so for every holiday, we would always make her a plate and take it to her just because she didn't have anybody to celebrate the holiday with. And for me, looking back on that, that was a way for us to taste and see the goodness of the Lord by, yeah. by sharing our bounty with, with somebody else who didn't have that family close by. Yeah.
0: That's good. Cause I think that echoes what we said a couple lessons ago in order to experience or to grow you've got to do something and so yeah. like the participation of ministry um will help you taste yeah. that goodness of the lord uh, for me um it's the christmas music mm-hmm. um, and i don't know how necessarily that means you've tasted something it's just there's something about some of this music that has been created about yeah. this hope and peace um that uh
1: well, it speaks to your very core, I think.
0: It does. Yeah. And there's there's just something that that helps me. Yeah. All right. Um. So you good with that? Yeah. We go to learn from the scripture. That's what we're gonna do then. Um. So far as learning from the scripture, the angel said to them, "Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people.
1: All the people.
0: Right. All so the people. I'm gonna say that though, like. It is for all people. Yes. But but we're going to go down. The message, um, I've said the message of the angels is the message of the church. It's a gospel of good news, of great joy. Yeah. And as opposed to a world filled with fear, anxiety, all the things that are going on. Mm -hmm. Again, I hope and pray that there's a war that's stopped by the time you uh, hear this. But chances are, who knows, at this particular moment, they're talking about like, nuclear bombs and World War Three and all this stuff like that's kind of crazy. Um, And then again, in the message of Christ, we can have joy in this life right now in spite of or despite the craziness of the world.
1: Sure. I think think that's one of the things I enjoyed about this section was you talked that our joy is not dependent on our societal positions. So it doesn't matter if you were a lowly shepherd or it doesn't matter if you were king or queen or whoever you were and whoever you are today, you can still experience the joy of Christ yeah. right where we are.
0: So that brought me much angst in my life. The song or poem, I guess the first time I read the poem, I was in middle school. Uh, I heard the bells on Christmas day, it's old familiar anthems play while hate is strong. I forgot the rest of it. Right. But there is no peace on earth, I said. And so when I first read um, that passage, uh, a lot of times what you hear is, glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace or goodwill toward men. Mm-hmm. And that's not, and I always, even when I became a Christian, I thought, well, that's a lie. There's no peace here.
1: No.
0: There is peace among people of goodwill, and that's actually the best translation for it. So, be car- in your translation. I, I highlight this because it—it it was a stumbling block for me. Um, but I'm a nerd. But anyway, the way that verse really reads is: "Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom He favors." Yeah. Right. So, like, um, and that's what Jesus. Uh, I, I connect that with Jesus uh, when He says, "In this world, you will have trouble." Yes. I think I connect that to Jesus. Yeah. And he says to the disciples, I say this to you so that in me you may have peace. In this world you face persecution, but take courage. I have conquered the world. Uh-huh. Basically what Christ is doing saying, in me you can have peace. Uh-huh. Like I'm, in fact, I would say Jesus brings more frustration for people who reject Sure. Jesus because there's this thought that maybe the afterlife is real, or maybe there is a judgment, and that can unsettle the waters. And so anyway, so the birth of Christ is an offer of peace for those whom partake of it. Yes. And I think that's important. Absolutely. This Christmas, take upon the peace.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, and think about times in your life when it has been absolutely chaotic and crazy, and yet because you have hung on to the hope that is in Jesus. Think about the peace that that was offered to you and the peace that you had. I know for me, I've had moments like that in my life where people have come up and, how can you be so calm? Well, why shouldn't I be? Because I already know God's got this taken care of. And, and, and is my worrying, is my frustration, is my lashing out at people going to change the situation in which I find myself? No, Probably. it's not. But God has offered me something more. You know, and that's that's the piece I think that we find in Christ a higher plane of living. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I think that's important. Actually, what you said. I think we may have said this before, but one thing when Christ comes into the world or comes into your life, you are lifted to a higher plane, higher yes. concerns. So, like, um, if you went to high school and maybe you got up with the drama, and like everything mm-hmm. felt like it was the most immediate thing ever, and like. <laughs> Or like you failed a test and your life was over—you'll sure. never get into college. But then you, you know, you gain some perspective as you grow older. But in Christ, you're like, whoa—that's not even the point of this life. No, no. I'm here to serve God in whatever capacity I can. That's and, right. And that takes off a—that takes a load off. Oh and man! So that's how you can have some peace. Yes. Um. I think yeah,
1: when you're not chasing the money trail and money trying years. to keep up with the Joneses, and you understand that your life here. It's to be an ambassador for Christ, sharing Mm -hmm. the gospel message with the rest of the world and inviting them. Offering that same person. Offering that, yeah. You you know, your life should be completely changed by that thought process. Can be. Should
0: be. We're drama-ridden people, though.
1: Well, this is true. We do, you know, we like to rub our neck.
0: In what ways, Reverend Becky, has faith in Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. brought peace and joy to your life? Can you think of someone... This might be a little. We probably don't need to do this on YouTube. Probably not. But if you're in the church yeah. and there's somebody that you know you you've seen in life and you you feel sorry for them and you tried to help them and you're like that that person needs peace. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say pray for them this week and then offer Absolutely. them that peace either through your work, through your life, through your prayers, through your care. But anyway. Back to the first question. In what ways has faith in Jesus Christ brought you peace and joy? I, I think
1: I that. I face the challenges in my life in a completely different outlook. I would say in my 20s, early 30s, it was all about what accolades can I get, what titles can I get, uh, how much money am I making, how big is my house, those sort of things. and as my faith has grown and deepened in Christ, those are not the things that I pursue anymore. Now it's, I wake up in the morning and and ask God, you know, give me some guidance, lead me today, Mm -hmm. show me who I need to talk to, give me words of wisdom. But then just in in my everyday life, it's, I don't know, it's totally different, completely different than what I was 15 years ago, which is beautiful.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd say, how has Christ brought peace and joy to my life? There's a sense in which I'm forgiven. I could beat myself up for the things I've done. Oh, sir, sure. who couldn't? And uh, as far as it depends on me, as Paul says, be at peace with everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, gives gives me an opportunity to ask for forgiveness. But even if it's not accepted, I can continue on. Like, yeah. I can do my best with it. Or the things that I've just completely messed up on. I do know that in the cross, Christ has taken upon the hurt, pain, sin of the world. Mm-hmm. And it's not just swept under the rug, but it's been dealt with. And Christ is risen. Amen. That, you know, sometimes I, I still think that's unfair and unjust and I don't deserve it and all that jazz. But, I mean, like, by faith, you have to accept that yeah. at some point. All right. Uh, applying the scripture. Uh I just wanted to bring this up so next week we'll talk about the magi um and so um you get the magi and herod and the pharisees so what you get in these two this week and next week is the um the juxtaposition of how people received christ and then in this the shepherds were filled with joy yeah i mean and so like their reception was a joyful reception
1: yeah they were excited yeah they were excited
0: And what was it in verse? uh, It says, when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed Mm. at what the shepherds told them. And they returned glorifying and praising God. That has to be a picture of the church. or as Christians, when you hear the message of Christ, man. Yes. Like, yes. Glorify,
1: praise God, tell everybody.
0: Yeah. And so that brings us back, at least, you know, brings us back to today. For the people who show up today, I, Sunday I remember my Sunday. I guess it was seven years ago. Is that how it worked? Six years ago, eight years ago, it was one of the least attended Sundays of the year that year because people have, sir,
1: because sure. it's Christmas. dinners
0: and other things. But for the ones who are there, um, they're going to be excited, and the kids are going to be excited, mm-hmm. and they're going to tell you all about everything that happened. And and man, that's just a good, yeah, it's just a good image of what Christmas is. Yep. Um, what do you got on there?
1: I think I love the last part of your applying scripture. You say meditate and think often of the joy that Christ brings and let it change you.
0: Yeah. That,
1: I really thought that was a profound statement.
0: But honestly. I, well, well, you know, cause pen. you're
1: profound, um, yes. obviously, but meditate and think often about the joy that Christ brings you and in our culture. We're so often just drugged down that rabbit hole of negativity and how bad the world is around us and what an opportunity we have instead of dwelling on the bad things to meditate on that joy that Christ brings in our life.
0: Yeah, nothing is ordinary anymore after Christ. Like everything's extraordinary. Yeah. And that is is exactly what I did want uh, to say we're going to be tempted next Monday or Tuesday. I don't know. It depends on your station in life. You might get another long weekend for New Year's. Ah. Sure. I don't know. But it's just so easy to get back to the normal. Yeah. And there's nothing normal after Christ came. No. And there so.
1: shouldn't be. Nah. There shouldn't be anything normal.
0: So what are some ways that you can refresh your joy and peace throughout the year? I think you probably just kind of hit on that. Mm-hmm. Thing, meditate. and think
1: Meditate. Off. Spiritual disciplines. I know you and I have talked about that frequently on this show, but spiritual disciplines are a great way to get yourself recentered on God and clear-headed and god-oriented is what i like to say yeah. you know because there's just there's so many other things in this world that can pull us apart and pull us away from god that we just we need to find ways to focus
0: yeah.
1: you know and finding the peace and joy that come from christ is, is a great one
0: and then worship every sunday worship worship every sunday and sing yeah. loud and find your inner playful kid just every day every every sunday christmas and go yeah go excited yeah telling people at the gift all right that's all i've
1: got today again merry christmas everyone and i pray that you have a beautiful and blessed time with your family
0: yep um and so um i'm not going to end the same just because it's christmas merry christmas preach well teach well Remember the greatest gift, Jesus Christ. Share that gift and don't get bored with it. Just throw it away in the in the toy box here in a couple months. Right. He's he's alive and we're we're ambassadors. So, blessings and we'll see you next week. Bye everyone.